All right, this is the first episode of my podcast, Noble Warrior, and I have my dear friend Intin Chu with me. And uh, the intention of this podcast is to discuss what it means to be a healthy masculine. Um, I believe that this is such a missing in our society today. And as a student of uh, personal and professional development, I want to inquire about what it means to to be a healthy masculine man in our modern days today. So welcome, Inting. Thanks for being my first guest. Thank you, thank you. I'm 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 using. Can I use this episode for my? Podcast yeah, of also? course, of course. Awesome. Absolutely. We'll just be. Uh, Oh, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, um, yeah, let's just have a conversation about what it means to be a healthy masculine. Um, I just got back from Burning Man. Oh, man, I, I really want to hear your stories. <laughs> I mean, there's definitely a lot of stories to share, but when it comes to what's relevant to healthy masculine, and this is actually the thing that inspired me to really make this podcast, believe it or not. Uh, so there we were on the playa of the desert as far as I can see uh, hundreds of different uh, artworks all over the place and we saw this huge warrior statue mm. about five story tall roughly speaking wow. and uh, obviously I was very curious and I said hey let's go over there and check it out and the artist was there mm. he, he was still putting it up turns out he is Mongolian and he said the inspiration of his artwork is that the playa has everything. Has great food, great art, uh, a lot of different interesting interactivities that people have. But what's missing on the playa is Mongolian's warrior spirit. Mm. So that's why he brought it. And his, that's his contribution to the playa. And, and so I thought that was amazing, that was great. And then so throughout the time that I was there, I uh, stopped by the Mongol warrior, mm. the warrior spirit, quite a few times. I brought my shamanic drum and I was watching people paying respect to the statue. Mm-hmm. Various types of people, rich people, not so rich people, etc. And it occurred to me that the playa is a metaphor for our society today. And there's a lot of interesting, cool things happening, but there isn't a symbol, uh, at least one that I am aware of, uh, that really focuses on the warrior spirit. Mm-hmm. What it means to be a masculine man, warrior spirit. And, um, and I think that's a worthy discussion to talk about. Mm-hmm. So throughout my time at Burning Man, I interacted with a lot of my heroes I don't want to name their names, but I interacted with a lot of them. Um, and we initiated a conversation about, hey, what do you think is healthy masculine? Mm. And then I asked them about their communities, I asked them about how they maintain their internal alignment. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of them actually don't have a very solid answer for me. Mm. So um, nonetheless, so here we are. This is the reason why I believe this conversation is so worthwhile, so we can inquire together what it means to be a healthy masculine. Mm, So what do you think? What do you think is healthy and unhealthy? What is the spectrum of healthy and unhealthy masculine? Actually, before you start, I also want to share a tool that I came across Mm. when I was on the playa. 
So um, a tool is to think about a two by two quadrant. Mm -hmm. You have the x-axis, you know, a healthy, unhealthy and healthy masculine, and then unhealthy and healthy feminine. And I believe we have the yin and the yin within all of us. Mm -hmm. So each of us have both, you know, feminine and, and masculine within us, right? So the question is then how do we align ourselves internally so we can be on the healthy side of both ma uh, masculine and feminine. So let me ask you this question uh, regarding your tools. So yeah. if you have the X and Y mm -hmm. and uh, where they intersect, what is that? That's groundedness. That's, that's, that's everything is in alignment. I see. Yeah. And for a person or for a relationship or for... Yeah, it's a good question. So for me, it would be, um, I mean, everything to me is fractal, right? Confucius said, self-mastery, family, nation, and world. And more and more, I realize the wisdom behind that phrase. Mm. It is everything. It starts with yourself, then, you know, expands and ripples out accordingly. So it applies to first and foremost myself internally, then family unit, company, nation, world. I I totally agree with you on that. Right. Yeah. And and, and on, on on that spectrum, like on, on what Confucius said, it's also true that um, yes, we have to develop ourselves before we can raise a family and then go to the society and country but I think it's also when you are um, a, um, a personal level if you can hold a, a big enough context that will care about the country and the society it will further help uh, oneself to develop itself sure right right well, just I thought that was a good point yeah yeah no yeah. so on that note the way I interpret that in my mind is there's a duality between our environment and ourselves. Mm -hmm. We change our environment, our environment changes us. So there's always, you know, it's not one way or the other way. It's very much a dual relationship, yes, yes, for yes. sure. So, um, okay. I'm not sure how to use the, the tool. Well, you, you, sure. You, and uh, it's a really, it's a really uh, interesting question. The way I look at it, because healthy masculinity um, is very specific, right? It's 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 almost a a place you want to be. A, uh, it's it's a it's a it's something you want to achieve, right? Like uh, one might want to achieve. It's it's. Uh, I want I want to be have I want to have healthy masculinity. So it sounds very specific, but on the other hand, it is totally not measurable, mm -hmm. right? You mm -hmm. can say, okay, if you achieve this and you have how much of this and how much of that, then you that's that is uh, healthy masculinity. Mm -hmm. So the way I approach this this thing is uh, you know how in uh, Lao Tzu's uh, Tao Te Ching mm -hmm. right and he said Tao is is if you can talk about Tao the way mm 
mm. and it is not the way. Sure. Right. Um, if it, if you can name something and it's it's not it's not gonna be that. Sure. Right? Because it's something that's gonna be constantly moving. So he actually spent a lot of time to talk about what Tao is not. Mm. Right. The way. What is not the way? Because mm. it's almost impossible. Because it's so out there it's in the air like uh, mm -hmm. you know um, you can be there are different properties of masculinity right and if you have too much of something and it's not balanced mm -hmm. right and it, then you're out of balance so what do you well let me check in with you first what do you think are the properties of masculinity hmm I remember I looked into the dictionary one time mm -hmm. for definition, but I, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's basically said masculine is, is, is like manliness. Right. You know? But what is manliness? Then you look for manliness and it's masculine right, properties. Right, right, so, right, right. So again, it's, it's, it's not, it's a concept. It's not a, it's not a thing that you can grasp on. Right, it's very meta. It's a it's a metaphysical phenomenon. Yes. Sure. Yes. Um, so the way I interpret it is, I'll start off by saying masculine property is um, completion, is stillness, mm -hmm. is right. is death, is um. um Intentionality is directionality. It's uh, taking action. Uh, it's a Zoom recorder. We're just we're doing a podcast. So. No, no problem. Have a good day. Um, and vice versa. Feminine property would be flow, would be creativity. You know, uh, would be uh, volatility. Would be You know things that that change. Something that gives life, mm -hmm. right? So aliveness versus death, you know, things like that. Mm. And uh, um, yeah, that would be sort of the extent of the duality, you know, the polarity of um, what masculine and feminine to me. And obviously, a very limited expression of it. Not, not a comprehensive one but. right um, yeah it's 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 not easy to talk about uh, masculinity right you know and now we're talking about healthy masculinity but for, for masculinity what I think what I think it is is uh, being unemotional uh, strength Assertiveness, um, that's what I'm thinking about. Sure. So, and, 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 and any of those 
properties can be good and bad if you have too much or too little of it, right? Like say right. being unemotional, it can be a good thing. Say, say my child is is crying over me. shouldn't do something and he still does it right in front of me knowing that it's he's challenging the authorities and I don't get emotional about it I, I just I just still be with him and be his father uh, or he's really sad and I let I let his emotion move me a little bit and become empathetic with where he is and let him know hey this is normal you're only two and you're just sad you're just frustrated you're just angry right and that usually will calm him down right away right not right away but a lot faster than um, some of my friends kid would you know um, there's a different version of parenting guidelines floating around and some still believe you shouldn't encourage a child's emotion you should uh, block it you should uh, disencourage it when you can so say a child is crying he's uh, throwing a tantrum he's just uh, on the floor waving his hand and little feet and uh, crying in tears some of my friends believe it is best to not encourage that by leaving them alone right mm. uh, and from what I see that that can go on for 10-15 minutes and mm. eventually they'll stop mm. um, but they stop because they they kind of gave up Right, they're just like, okay, n no one's gonna take care of this part of me at this point. So mm. there's no need of me going, keep going with this. Um, but my my approach, I, I being observed, I'm not saying my way is the best way, but I being observing that when I do that with my son, um, he calmed down a lot quicker, mm. and and he become more empathetic towards other people. Like he would, um, you know, he would have, he can feel other, what other people are feeling, right? So going back to my point is, is okay, let's say we're not being emotional, but let's say, let's say that is a, a, a masculine uh, prop, uh, property, right? We can totally go overboard with that, you know, I don't feel anything. And, and basically, that's a that's being a sociopath, right? Right, right. But being a sociopath can be very masculine. Sure. Right. You're, he's not afraid of uh, 
that person might not be afraid of what others will think of him. He's not. Uh, he feels no pain. He feels no emotion. He he doesn't feel hurt. Right. That can be a, a, a good qualities of a good leader, a, a warrior. Right. But if he only has that, that might be not enough. You know. Then it can turn into something else. Right. So the the balance is in between. Is in between. You know, totally emotional and totally emotionless. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, you know, where where we need to be—that's that's tricky. It, I think it, it comes with life experience. You know, it comes with um, say, I feel this anger, but what do I do with it? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and um, you know, I know a lot of uh, men with a lot of anger, but uh, it never show or never comes to the world in a, a damaging way. They they use it for for their own advantage to propel forward in, in this world to compete. You know, but they don't let it come out in a damaging way. Mm. Um, or they use that as a tool to to understand other men's suffering and mm. help other men, mm. right? So, so, and that's very masculine. They don't let that anger control them, and, and they're master of it. Um, so, I was listening to this. Uh, this man, uh, his name is Nick. I forgot his last name, but he was wrongfully convicted of um, murdering in his twenty. When he was twenty, I mean, he was a drug addict, so he was doing stupid things and and got himself into a very, um, you know, bad situation, and he got thrown into, you know, those uh, maximum security prison and in, in prison it's all it's very masculine right it's violence is 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 life and death it's survival but i would say there's a lot of math you know i don't i really don't like the term toxic masculine in there but because it's it is all masculine it, it, it is what you do with it it's like money you can use money to do good things and you can use money to do bad things right like there's no toxic money it's really how I mean the intention the behind it right the inti- but so it's the intention behind it mm. um, um, so I think it, it's all just masculinity and and but how do you um, you know I, I I don't know you know I, I'm thinking it, it's just it's being masculine it's not good or bad it's just it, it is what it is yeah. yeah and that actually is the nature of this podcast right because a lot of people hear masculine or feminine they automatically go to gender mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right and I think that's a pretty good shortcut sure men tend to be a little bit more masculine have more masculine expressions mm-hmm. um, but like I said in the very beginning of this conversation uh, 
I believe that we have both feminine expressions and, and uh, masculine expressions. By the fact that we are alive, things that's moving in us, right. there's femininity, <laughs> we are alive. Things are moving, we're creative, we're giving birth, we're giving birth to ideas to something. We're taking action along the way, right? We're connecting as human beings to one another. We have emotions. Yeah. These are all feminine expressions, right? So, and I think the nature of this conversation is not good or bad about masculinity. That's not what I'm discussing at all. The nature of the conversation is how do you align, right? Find that internal compass. Mm -hmm. To the healthy and unhealthy expression. Yeah, I don't want. I don't like to use the word toxic, because toxic toxicity implies that there's something wrong, mm -hmm. right? And I don't want to use that. I, from my perspective, it's about well-being. It's about being healthy. Mm -hmm. So, what's a healthy expression of masculinity? What's a healthy expression of femininity? What's a health? Was an unhealthy expression? And truthfully speaking, the only person that would know what's healthy or unhealthy is oneself yes. <laughs> I can't externally say hey Yinting you have an unhealthy expression like who am I to tell you you know how your expression is healthy or unhealthy the only person that ultimately would know this is behind closed doors when no one's watching you know whether or not you live you have a healthy or unhealthy expression of who you you know who you are and what you stand for mm -hmm. yes. so so that's the nature of this conversation and it is definitely difficult because it's internal it's not something I can point to and say hey you have 100 units of masculinity expression that's you know it's very internal it's very much about about self-awareness right. right and it's about uh, what's working and what's not working within you <clears throat> so who do you like uh, let's say do you have like a role model for that you think he has? Uh, he's uh, you know that demonstrate uh, healthy masculinity. I don't have a singular role model per se. I look at um, human beings in general and pick and choose. You know what I like. I actually know what I respect. This person's. Um, Achievement, but more than underneath achievement, more than achievement, more than external achievement. It could be, you know, MVP of, you know, Kobe Bryant as an example, right? I have a lot of respect for that guy, right? Not because of the, his ability to achieve certain scores. More importantly, I was so impressed when I learned that he wakes up at, I don't know, four o'clock every day, day in and day out, you know, and the intensity of his practice. Mm. And 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 just the amount of sheer work that uh, he put in to hone his own craft at the sacrifice of you know his other you know aspect of his life, mm -hmm. whether it be relationship or friendship or hobbies or whatever. His singular focus was basketball. Yes, I have a lot of respect for that guy. Right. So. Point, and the long answer to your question, I don't have a single person that I point to and say, yeah, he is an example of masculinity for me. What I hear is discipline. A huge part is discipline, I for sure. I think a huge part is definitely discipline. Yeah. That, that just came to me. Yeah. That uh, all the men I admire are fucking disciplined. Like, they, you know, 
wake up and they do the things they need to do on a daily basis, you know, repeatedly to um, big or small, but they are all very disciplined. Yeah. You know, and, and I definitely think that being disciplined is uh, part of being masculine. Okay. Right, like uh, Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. Right. Wake up super early. Work out day in and day out. They 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 really don't have a day off. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't really see him. Uh, uh, you know, posting like uh, uh, party pictures and too much. I mean, he does. He does party. He have fun, but. He, he does what he needs to do first. Right, like uh, one man I really uh, admire, Jocko Willink. He's the Navy SEAL. He wakes up every day before 4.35 or something. And that's all he does. He posts on Instagram, like his watch. Right. Like 4.32 today he woke up. 4.31, 4.29, you know. And, and that's, I think that's, one way he he found out a way to use social media to hold himself accountable and also to inspire his fans you know i mean how boring is that i mean just he posts that every every day no matter where he is he might be you know maybe yesterday he was in california and today he's in new york he still wakes up at yeah. four before 4 35 yeah. even though it is 1 35 in california right yeah. he still wakes up and um, and that's actually one tactical thing that we could all do, yeah. What whatever it is, you know, whether it be going to the gym or waking up or making a bed or kiss a wife or whatever it may be, whatever the discipline that that we pick, it's a very very tactical thing. Mm-hmm. Post whatever it is that whatever discipline that you say you are about, do that over and over, and and. Um, and really, ultimately, he's doing it for himself. Yes, for sure. Yeah, he's not doing it to impress no, everyone no, else. No. He's just doing it for himself. And then that's also the mindset I started taking on. A lot of people think whatever I posted uh, on the social web is, uh, you know, a, a way to brand myself. Believe it or not, <laughs> whatever I posted is mostly for me. <laughs> so that I remember, <laughs> there's a reminder to myself not to forget a uh, certain commitment that I have for myself. But you know, I re- I really like your post, and sometimes I I don't like it or whatever. It doesn't matter, you know. I think it is part, you know. And there's a reason you put it on Facebook, you know. And um, and I think it is part of uh, finding your voice. The way I look at it, you're maybe not intentionally, but you're finding your voice and you're putting it out there. And I, I that part I really admire. You know? Oh, thank you. Like sometimes the message, like I get it, sometimes I don't, and it's 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 none of my business to to judge. But what I admire is you you do it, right? It's it's you put yourself in a vulnerable, potentially position to for people to judge you. I mean, I you know, uh, like for me, I I don't I don't do that, right? I post funny shit on Facebook because I know people love it or not. But at most, is I get a. Uh, best is I get a laugh right 
the worst is like oh that's boring right but when you put your personal opinion out there i think it's courageous in a way and 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 but you're not doing it for that reason you're not doing it for being courageous you're doing it to find your voice to to express yourself and i think that's awesome oh, thank I you i think that's great yeah and and um yeah keep doing it i love it yeah, you know? thank you and um it, it is it, it's yeah i do it in, in the form of podcast right, right. But, yeah. so, so i get it so going back to alignment, how do you find your internal alignment for yourself? How do you know when you're off-center or grounded and operating from that neutral space? What is a, a neutral space? Neutral space would be a healthy expression of masculine, healthy expression of feminine within you. Um, you know, it's it's... I'm trying to find that balance every day, you know, it's, it's, it's just like exercise, if I, um, if I exercise for one and a half hours every day, it's awesome, and, uh, but I want to do more sometimes, and I want to do two and a half hours of different activities, but, if I do that and I sacrifice time with my family or I become too sore or I get injured and I won't be able to do what I want to do the next day, right? So, so I'm always, I think every second I'm, I'm looking for that balance. But at the same time, sometimes I have to ignore like how I feel at that moment and just do it anyway. Like uh, a few weeks ago, I kind of uh, I was doing uh, like martial arts and I broke the middle toe. And uh, I went to see a doctor, and the doctor said, you know, it is a uh, you know you broke your bone the the best way you you could, and basically there's nothing we can do. You just have to rest, right? And I have martial art the next day right so I would I, I wanted to give up I want to say okay I want to take a month off you know and uh, rest right um, but I went I just told everyone hey I broke a toe and I still want to work out with you guys just uh, you know be mindful don't step on my toe too hard you know and I still did my workout that day so I ignored like how I really felt and I, I handled it and I'm glad I did it. I didn't give up. I continued and, and, and I really, that toe hasn't really bothered me, you know, after that day. Um, so what I rely on to find that balance is uh, I have set of daily disciplines that I do, you know, so from say waking up at a certain time going to bed so waking up yeah a let's, time. Go, let's go into the details okay so so these are the things I do like on a daily basis right uh, and they almost fill my day right so and it takes their different areas that I focus on and I do them no matter what uh, 
and there there are days I fucked up, you know, that I that I that I don't do what I do, and I don't blame myself too much. I just okay, I start from day zero again, right? So my my daily routines are: I wake up, I step on a scale, so I know how much I weigh, uh, because I want to keep a, a, a healthy uh, body weight. And uh, I I get on a, a uh, I do a plank, and I, I do I, I do my man, uh, mantra uh, during my my planking. Uh, and uh, so there are certain mantra that I do during the planking, and they have I have a longer version of the mantras I do. And um, what do those mantras do for you? Um, or remind you of? Just remind, just uh, have a clear mental picture of of what I want to achieve in my life. So around work, around family, around my podcast, uh, around uh, my spirituality. Right. So I just read those mantras to remind that hey, this is the life I wanna. This is the man I wanna be. Right. And these are the specifics. That I focus on, so I, I make sure I don't lose sight of uh, what's important to me, mm. right? And I create that, I create that energy, that emotions around me. So when people bump into me, or when I walk into a place, they they feel the energy before my arrival, mm. you know. So uh, and and it's and also kind of create like a uh, my own reality for for myself like hey this is this is this is where i am i mean it's a goal right i that's i said i set up a goal i mean how many men live their life without a goal they just do day in and day out they don't ever you know i mean i was that man i don't have a clear self-image of where i want to be what i want to do what kind of man i want to be what kind of family i want to have and uh, so that mantra is those mantras are there to kind of uh, help me align myself with those visions so after that i'll find uh, i'll i'll do either uh, martial arts or yoga in any given day during weekdays and then I'll do a podcast every day during weekdays, usually in the afternoon, uh, right before I uh, go home from work. I do my podcast, uh, and uh, when I get home, I uh, I make myself a, a green drink with only vegetables, usually just kale, carrots, celery, cilantro, and anything I don't like eating I put it into a blender I, and I drink it <coughs> and uh, I track my uh, macros every day I track my calories and macros using this awesome uh, app called my fitness pal and uh, uh, I also uh, let me think um, I own the trash cans in my house, right? So I, I put reminders like how often I clean out the trash, you know, really recycles, and I, I wipe the, the trash cans and make sure it's all squeaky clean. Um, so that's part of my 
my weekly routine uh, and during the weekends on top of what I mentioned uh, oh and oh, every day I'll do the app wheels you know just to build my core and push-ups and in during weekends I'll add um, uh, taking care of my wife's car I put diesel in her car every every Saturday even it can be full I'll still put I'll still go to the gas station and I'll do it it's a ritual uh, and on a daily basis I will uh, do something for for my family I make sure I do something for Michelle and uh, or Uriel you know so what's that's, what's doing something what does that mean uh, like buy her a little gift mm. right uh, really listen to her mm. um, taking a walk with her you know mm. things like that buy her ice cream mm. you know uh, stuff like that just what I what I realized is I before I started doing this I thought I was uh, a good husband right I thought hey I'm, I'm always taking care of my wife I'm I'm listening to her I'm I'm doing all this and that till I start tracking it and I realize oh man I really just do it twice a week but my mind is telling me like hey you're doing an awesome job you do it every day but when I really pay attention to it I just did it twice a week mm. or three times a week not but where I really wanted to be and, and, and to be honest for for different men and, and, and husband maybe three times a week is enough mm. right and, but I, but the man I wanted to be is I want to do it every day, because right? that's important to me. Mm. Like our relationship, my her happiness, uh, my my her wellness, my son's well-being, and our family is important to me. So, mm. so I want to put time into it, you know, just like I I put time to work every day. I want to put time into family every day, mm. and uh, and and I'm. And I realized, man, I, I'm really just bullshitting myself. I'm, I'm really not. I'm really not doing it. Mm. So, but till I track it, and now like, okay, now I know for sure. I did something for my family that day. That's special. That's not uh, just a routine. That's just, just. It's just not out out of obligation. Mm. It is out of uh, care and generosity. So, you know, and and basically, those things kind of determine who I am. Mm. Right, uh, it it determines me what I do. It determines, it governs uh, what I do, who I am for that day. Mm. I really don't have much. <laughs> I really don't have more time to do anything else besides that. Mm. Uh, but so, and if I just if I just if I just take care of those things, and uh, I earn my own respect at the end of the day, mm. at the before I, when I go to bed, like okay. I earn my I earn my respect. Of course, if I can, if I can do more, hell yeah! If I can go volunteer, I I can take care of other men. Uh, that's all good. But these are the things that's important to me and that I'll take care of, like on a daily basis or a weekly basis. Um, and, and these are my disciplines. So, I actually have a follow-up question for you. I'm, sure. I'm curious to know how did you come up with those lists of things, tasks? that you have self-selected to be the core of who you are because I just shared a little bit of you know um, 
myself, I used to track all kinds of things, mm -hmm. right? And over time, I realized that they were trivial things. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, it came down, came down to a handful of things that was critical mm -hmm. um, to my well-being. You know, so I'll have similar things that I do every day. But, but I'm curious to know your process. How did you select those? I don't know, five, six, seven things that you have to. That's your daily discipline. That you have to do it every. That you must do it every day. Uh, good question. A lot of those things are the things I, I've been doing. Mm. Right, like uh, drinking the the green smoothie. Mm. I've been doing it for a year before I start tracking it, mm -hmm. right? Um, um, some of the things are the things that other men taught me. Mm -hmm. They said, hey, this has been helping me. Would you like uh, trying uh, to take it on for yourself mm -hmm. and see what happens? I'm like, oh yeah, fuck yeah. If it's been working for you, I'll try it. Mm -hmm. I'll give it 90 days before I judge it or or you know or doubt it. I'll, I'll give it 90 days and see how that changes me or not changes me or how does it benefit me or not benefit me. I'll give it 90 days, right? Uh, so some of them are like that, and. Uh, uh, Certain things are like, hey, um, like that's an area I want to improve. So let me do something around it. Let me pick a discipline that I think will help me achieve or better that standards. Then I do it. So I think it really all start from like paying attention to my life, to mm -hmm. who I am, to different areas of my life. And I'll pick out the areas where the standards that I'm not happy with. Right? Mm. I'm like, okay, I'm too, I'm too heavy, right? I'm too tired all the time. I'm not happy with the standards I hold around my, my, my weight or the food I put in my mouth or the amount of exercise I put in. I'm not happy with it. That's a low, low standard, right? Although I might have high standards in, uh, at work, but that standard is low, right? Mm. And I want to improve and I'm not happy. So, and I, okay, I'll, I'll implement a stand, uh, a discipline to see if that can help me. So mm -hmm. I, I started doing the, I weigh my, I, I, skip, I stand on the scale every morning. Uh, I, I drink the, the green smoothie. And those two things alone improve my, my health, 100%. I, I went down from 189 to 153 at mm -hmm. one point. I'm super happy with that. You know, I didn't do anything crazy. I just do those two things, and I track my calories every day. That's it. Mm. You know, so and I just keep doing those. I mean, you know, one thing I realized uh, last night is is I was doing um, push up and ab wheels, and I just drank my my green smoothie. And my mother-in-law is like, man, your 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 weight is okay. You're you're you know you're skinny. You know, like you can stop doing what you do, right? Like you don't have to keep going, right? And uh, I I just responded 
you're like, hey, hey, mom, like, what I what I realize is like, if like once I started uh, on this path of uh, being healthy and losing weight, is is there's no stop. There's no stop. I mean, I I just have to keep doing this till the day I die. If I stop uh, doing the green smoothie or weigh myself or all these things, I'll gain ten pounds right, like right back in a month, like no doubt. You know, I'll I'll gain everything back. And I just realized that, and I I just realized I realized that, mm. like this is a, a important important uh, switch that I turn on. Mm. You know. That uh, if I want to uh, achieve anything in my life, I have to do it on a daily basis. There's no mm. other way, or at least weekly basis. Mm. You know, there's no other way. You know, because I was brought out in the in the Chinese kind of culture tradition is you work for that thing. Yeah. Right. Uh, outcome. In, right. Outcome. Right. You're 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 you're. you're after a degree, right? Mm. In junior high is a, oh, elementary school is all about getting to the right junior high, right? And junior high is about passing the the senior high entrance exam, which will determine if you go to the first tier or second tier high school, which will determine if you can go to the first tier or second tier university, right? So that's which will determine. Right. If you can be a doctor or a lawyer or be a right. fucking loser. Right. right. When when which will determine the net worth or whatever the success overall success of right. one's life. Which yeah. will determine if you can marry a good woman and which will determine if you'll be ever happy in your <laughs> miserable life. <laughs> right? It is about that. I mean yeah. that's how I was taught. So my mentality has been okay, I'll I'll just I'll sacrifice everything else. I'll sacrifice my health, my having fun, um, my doing sports. I'll just fucking study, I'll pass that exam, and and finally, oh, you know, like hey, I passed. I I, I had a good grade. Finally, I can I can get a break. No, you don't get a fucking break because there's another exam coming up. <laughs> then I have to compromise what I really want to do. And just go in for that again, and boom, right? But my mentality has been okay. Let's work really hard for a short period of time, or for a year or two, so I can get to a state where I don't have to work, where I'll be happy, where I reach, I'll get a ticket to happiness, where I'll get a ticket to happy land, right? And I don't have to do anything, or or people think, hey, I'll just do this and that, and I go to heaven. And do nothing and enjoy the music and the food and the woman, and be happy in, for eternity. It doesn't work that way, right? It 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 it's, and I just realized that I'm fucking 42. I just realized that no, it never stop. Once you take on something and you want to have value and you want to have uh, any significance in, in that uh, the path you take on. Daily grind, daily discipline, daily discipline. That's enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey or not, but um, some day I enjoy. Like today, I went to martial arts and and a black belt, like uh, 
put a leverage on me and drop me and I feel a little whiplash on my neck right not too bad I, I, I'm learning how to break a fall on the ground so it's not too bad and I went home to kind of uh, stretch myself and take care of myself all that but that's not enjoyable I, I, I rather not getting fucking drop on the floor like that and almost hit my head on the floor uh, but I earn my respect I did it anyway you know and I'm gonna keep going uh, on a weekly basis I, I, I made a commitment you know I want to be a black belt and it might take 10 years right and, and what people say the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago but the second time the second best time to plant a tree is right now right so I missed the 20 years ago thing I wished I really wish I took out martial arts when I was 22 but I missed that train I actually wish I took on Marshall when I was 12 but I missed it 30 years ago but the best time is now I'm, I'm happy you know like just into just by taking a martial art for two or three months now I believe I can uh, I'm already better than 70% of the men out there you know the stuff that was taught you know and and, and, and and you know it's and it's okay right of course I want to be the top 10% right but it will take 10 years but just three months a lot of time if you just do something for three months let's say you do podcast non-stop for three months you already have more episodes than 70% of them mm-hmm. you know you're gonna have more episodes and good material than 70% of the people out there that yeah. wanted to do podcasts that never got started that they yeah. say hey I really, do, I, I really want to do podcasts like go I know so many people want to do podcasts they never got started yeah so just by having five you're already better than 70% yeah right and if you have 50 you're better than 85% but if you want to be the top 1% you gotta come to yourself for 10 years yeah you know yeah it's one of those things that you know, I meet people before they were this big name brand that everyone knows. Ten years ago, just like everyday regular Joes. And but what they did, which is different than what I did, <clears throat> I started ten things or whatever, and I stopped because mm. there were no market response mm. they just kept going mm. 10 years later here they are yeah a name everyone knows yes yes right so and that's a, that's the thing you know what you said was perfect i wish that i kept going 10 years ago mm. i wish that i kept going 20 years ago mm. right i was a little bit early for the market blah 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 but nonetheless here we are right the next best thing is to start today um and one of the things that my friend uh, said so beautifully, Dylan, he said, Joe Rogan episode one was terrible. Was that you? or That's me. That was you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Joe Rogan episode zero, episode one, episode 100 was terrible. Yeah. yeah. And I still remember that. And But Joe Rogan 1100 is badass. It's fucking Recently, 
interview Elon Musk. Yeah. You know, was able to um, get Elon Musk to talk about things that he normally doesn't talk about. Right. It takes a particular kind of skill to be able to do that, right? Yeah. It made it made it look um, effortless. Yes. Right. And what a beautiful skill. Yeah. And and actually, one other thing that actually came to me in Burning Man. Because I was able to walk amongst my heroes and interact with them as regular human beings, it occurred to me. Because in my mind, I always thought like, yeah, they were more talented, they were more gifted, they were, whatever, they were more lucky. But now it's just a number in my mind. They put in their ten thousand hours, however many thousand hours. So, same thing as my wife. She's a world-class singer, mm-hmm. and I see the journey that she took from last year to this year. It is nothing but sheer number of hours, <laughs> like Kobe Bryant. There's a number on his head, you know, I don't know, sixty thousand hours or whatever, right? So if you want to be as good as Kobe Bryant, first and foremost. Are you willing to commit sixty thousand hours? Right. Then we can talk, <laughs> right? right? Um, if you want to be as good as a podcaster to Joe Rogan, first and foremost, are you willing to commit eleven hundred hours? That's right. Right, things like that, or times three, because he does three-hour <laughs> episodes yeah. quite a lot, right? So, you know that that to me is a is a very simple mental model. So I no longer compare my natural ability to this someone that I respect as a, oh yeah this person's taller more handsome or whatever uh, than I am. Rather it's this person uh, invested x number of hours, way more than I did. Right. Respect. Right. Am I willing to catch up? Yes. Right. So that's my mental model now. Discipline. Yeah, totally, absolutely. Yeah. So, speaking of podcast, I've been learning from this journey, and I've been I, I I'm gonna I'll be break I'm breaking forty episodes this week. Amazing. So, so the I like the the platform Simalaya a lot because it's it, they use gamification to keep the keep you uh, in, engaged. Mm-hmm. So you uploaded forty already? Yeah, I uploaded about thirty. I'm, a few I'm still uh, kind of holding on to them mm. for different reasons. Yeah. Um, but um, what happened was um, let's go over there under the sun. You're cold. A little bit, yeah. On the thing. Oh, you have it. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Am I mothering you a little bit just by providing? Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. Excellent mothering. Thank you. Well, we can go over there if you want. Yeah, yeah, let's go over there. You wanna press? Keep going. You can edit this out. Uh, let's start over. Okay, great. So, um, so they're using gamification to keep the all oh, the host engaged. So mm-hmm. they give you different matrix. Say, hey, you are, you know, in this category. Say relationships. You are above, say, seventy percent. You know of the people that's doing this so when i told you that hey when i uploaded about 20 episodes i'm already above 70 percent of the people mm. that registered and most of them did nothing right 
a lot of them want to become podcasters or they want to uh, uh, give talks to people that they never done anything and think about the number that think about the people that didn't even start an account right and they, they wanted to do this there's there's more out there and uh, so I just keep doing it uh, and when I had about 25 episodes I'm already at uh, 80% right so it's interesting so I they tell you okay these are the 10 people above you and 10 people behind you in terms of score so I go in and I listen to their materials so at 80% I encounter uh, a few uh, few people They're, they have excellent content you know they're professional uh, consultant or therapist and they know their stuff and they give really good interviews or monologue or whatever but they stopped they don't do it on a consistent basis and a week later I'm not 90% and they're still there right and at 90% what I learned is very interesting is everyone because CMLI is a, it's a interesting platform it's a combination of podcasting and audibles what's audible audibles like audibles book reading mm. so some people there they just read books to to earn their points <laughs> okay it's not wrong right because yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. people want to listen to an article and don't want to have time to read it they want to listen to it when they're on their on their way to work they listen mm-hmm. to uh, there's a market for that right yeah yeah so a lot of people at 90%, so they're, you know, we're, we're, we're all looking at 100%, like oh, 99%, so there's only 9% of uh, 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 people doing podcasts in front of us. But I, I found a lot of these, these people, they, they just read stuff. They mm-hmm. read articles, you know, they read a book that's outdated, there's no... Uh, Copyright. Copyrights. Yeah. And, and that's how they get their scores. And mm. that gave me a lot of uh, confidence, right? Because I'm, I'm among all that. I'm, I'm the really only one giving my own original thought and mm. contents out there. Mm. So, and I also run into people who has excellent content. They have maybe 100 episodes. Mm. But the last time they, they uh, upload this was 2016. Oh, wow. So they gave up. Right. Right? Imagine if they have kept going for the last two years, they'll be they can easily hit 500 episodes and they will be right up there. Mm. You know, mm. so what I keep telling myself is, you know, like don't judge myself. I, I actually don't even listen to my own podcast too much. Mm. You know, mm. and I don't judge myself. I just keep going and I set a goal. I'm okay. I'm gonna hit a hundred before I even uh, listen to myself. Yeah. You know, or judge myself, or, or try to improve myself, or add uh, intros or outro music, you right. know, or add an introduction at the beginning, like a fancy intro. I yeah. don't even think about that. I just say I'll keep going. Go ahead, a hundred, and I'll say I'll see what I want to do with it. Mm. You know, so I love that. Yeah, that's a uh, that's inspiring, and uh, thanks for that. Thank that's an actionable tactic, and yeah. Um, yeah, my goal is to do the same. You know, 100 episodes, that's what I'm committing to. And uh, as you said, 
you know, I think the last time we chatted, you know, even if no one listens to it, which I doubt, right? E, but even if no one listens to it, I still had a great conversation with some of my dearest friends, yes, right? Yes. And had, uh, to me, meaningful conversations. Yes. One of the things that is meaningful for me, I realized that if I had a meaningful conversation with our employees, it's a great day. Mm. If I don't, if I just kind of get into my emails, whatever, uh, it's a very, very different day. Right? So one of my rituals is to engage in with one of our employees mm. once a day. And that actually helps me uh, to know that I interacted with a human being and, and made a difference for them. What do you uh, talk to them about? Just checking in. How are you? What's happening? And then that's the beginning. And we get into um, whether or not they feel like they can be successful at our company, whether or not uh, they see opportunities for growth for themselves as well as for the company whether or not they see any blind spots that we don't see that we are not actively working on. Mm -hmm. um, so these are all great openings to any, you know, conversation can go a variety of different ways. Um, but, and then, then we can get into some philosophical conversation about what does it mean to be successful? What, 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 why does that particular thing matters to you? Da, da, da. Again, just following the thread that way. So that's one of the things that I do that makes my life meaningful every day. Um, there are other things, so I'll share, since we're on the topic of rituals. Um, what I do, the first thing I wake up, I drink some water with a little salt in it, mm -hmm. right? And then I right away I go and jump into uh, my, my sauna. Mm. I go in there for a good about 20 minutes or so, and after that I, um, I I uh, take a little hape, right, as a way to put myself in uncomfortable mm. physical sensations. Then I meditate. Mm. I sit in front of my uh, my altar and then look at. I have a, a visual representation of, similar to your mantra, visual re representation of the kind of person that that I stand for, my goals, my vision for myself. And I meditate on a question. Uh, usually, it's um, something along the line of, you know, what what would make me come alive today, or some variation of that, right? <clears throat> what makes me come alive, or some philosophical questions that helps me answer some questions, uh, or the actions to take, the next action to take in my life. Then, then I set my intention for the rest of the day. Right, what are some special actions I can take on that I haven't thought about, or you know, that will emerge from my meditation? Mm. Then, then I start my day, yeah, and then I go work out, and you know, all these other things. A lot of things I realize that I know to do, but I have forgotten to do. Mm. Right, like working out every day, mm. like having a smoothie every day, mm. like uh, having a regular meal every day. I think um, as a result of um, what may say negligence, um, I've lost 10 pounds in the last, you know, 30 days. And and, and my my uh, my trainer at my office reminds me that I haven't been to the gym for for a month. Mm. 
but it was less reminding, more making fun, right? <laughs> which is great, which works for me. <laughs> right. He knows what 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 would do, what he needs to do to get to me poke at, you. poke at me, right? To get me to to action. So um, yeah, so I'm really happy that I'm in an environment where uh, they're supportive of being the best version of myself, like going to the gym, like eating a particular way, mm. right? To to really embody. To exemplify what it means to be a healthy masculine, coming back to full circle to the beginning of this conversation. Yeah, yeah, and then my intention for this particular podcast, I want to make sure to always tease out some tactical, actionable things mm -hmm. that people can take on. Because I think it's one thing to share inspiration, right? Whatever I got from Burning Man and. That may be great, all right? Some people may be moved by the beautiful words that we say, the imageries, uh, the stories we tell. But ultimately, uh, for it to be useful, uh, I wanted to give them tactical things that they can try on themselves, right? Maybe, you know, a hundred things. And if they try one thing, then great. You know, if they try a hundred things, great. Um, so that way they can see for themselves whether or not it's such tactic discipline uh, would be useful for them agree yeah. and I have a question regarding what you mentioned you say you used to track a lot of things uh-huh how is that different than your daily rituals or disciplines at this point yeah so my philosophy is I treat my life as a big experiment so um, How do I answer this question? So back then I tracked, I had a lot of different experiments happening at the same time. I self-experiment, right? Uh, a lot of different experiments. I tried the smoothies or different workouts or biohack and, and the way I sleep or whatever. <clears throat> and then I realized at some point that a lot of it was marginal increment, marginal um, yeah, marginal, like a marginal, uh, incremental, in incremental benefits mm -hmm. to my to my overall quality of life. So then I started to trim actively. So the 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 things that I keep today are 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 the ones that if I remove them, I feel a significant drop in my quality of life. A significant drop in how center, how grounded I am. You know, that, right, going back to the, 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 the quadrum, healthy and unhealthy expression, I notice significantly I become more uh, irritable. If I don't sleep well, if I don't eat well, if I don't move, if I don't, if I don't meditate, if I don't, um, you know, have a conversation with an employee and, and make a difference with them, uh, if I don't, you know, speak to my wife or contribute or, or you know, do something for my wife, um, you know, that day and I would, oh, actually, she will let me know. It's <laughs> <laughs> usually uh, it's too late. Yeah, yeah, she will let me know that, uh, you know, that something was missing, right? So, so things like that. So I started to be more and more aware of, like, what are the things that's, that's actually moving the needle significantly, mm -hmm. right? And these days I stopped to, um, actively experiment with new things and more on doing the fundamental things 
right? Eating well, like, you know, the whole alignment of body, mind, heart, and spirit. Yeah. And really focus, and use that as a mental model in my, my own internal alignment. Um, do what works, right? If I do those fundamental things, I don't really need to play with other marginal, you know, experimental things. So that's kind of how I simmer down to the core five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten things that I do. Totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the way to go. I I'm, I'm kind of bummed. I just kind of learned that. I mean, I knew, but I never execute to this level till yeah. very recently. Yeah. And I'm really starting to see. The quality of my life started to change. Yeah, I'm starting to change. Yeah. I, I show up at work differently. You know, have a different posture. Yeah, you know, uh, confidence level, um, and, and and it's 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 great. I, I, I and this is so simple, right? Like you said, like a tactical thing anyone can do but but how many men is willing to put in the time to say for 60 days to try on a new ritual or a discipline let's say try it on for 60 days how many men run out of patience in five days <laughs> or three and say oh that's not working for me that's done nothing for me you know um, or some men was starting to see result and start sabotaging themselves like oh man no no you know, um, we we have this uh, uh, weight loss thing. We're all like me and my, my my buddies. We're all doing. Basically, we just all weigh ourselves, and 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 everyone has is at different level in their life. We have a guy who uh, last year compete in his uh, first bodybuilding competition and got number two. Wow. And the reason that he got number two was he didn't know how to do the, you know, the free style routine at the end. He had no idea that he needed to do that. The judge was telling him at the end, it's like, if you knew how to do just a little bit of that, you'll be number one. Mm. Because, but because you're standing up like an idiot, <laughs> we couldn't give it to you, right? But the, he's, he's like a muscle composition and everything is top notch. Mm. Right? And he, only, he doesn't take supplements. He just do it with like natural healthy food mm. and we have men that's like 320 pounds right? but we all do the same thing we weigh ourselves and we track our macros mm. and and I, I've invited a couple friends to join the, the thing because I they can definitely use the, the group mm. motivation mm -hmm. and accountability and some men will let that shape them mm. and get benefit and some men will give up very fast in three days with ridiculous reason mm. right so we all agree we all agree to say pay 50 bucks mm. monthly and the winner will take it all right and um, like one man thought oh you know that not all of the money is going to the winner you know the, the the person who is kind of organizing it he's he's dipping his hand in the pot he's like he's like paying himself with 50 bucks or something right well, it's like, out well, of principle he quit right out of principle <laughs> out of integrity he quit 
right? And I can tell you, uh, he is still fucking 320 pounds. Uh, and the other man who joined when he was 280, and that man actually had discipline. He's been swimming for mm-hmm. a whole year. He's been tracking his uh, carb intake, mm-hmm. but he kind of got stuck. Mm-hmm. He got stuck out around 280. He's been doing his discipline. He never stopped working out, but he got stuck. But he, since he joined, he lost, he's at, he's 246 right now. Mm. Okay. So what I'm trying to say is, is, you know, th- there's no secret. There's no fucking secret. It's just, uh, you got to commit to it and don't let the inner monkey to talk you out of it. You mm. know, I told the guy, you know, number one, I don't think that guy is, is paying himself because he doesn't fucking need to. He's, he's fucking rich. You know, he's well financially. And number two, you know, a lot of, you know, like a lot of men don't actually pay the 50 bucks, right? Mm-hmm. They, they join the thing, but they don't pay. And he doesn't go after them and say, hey, you owe me 50, right? Like you, I was like, did you pay? He's like, no, I didn't pay. I was like, well, your name is fucking on there, <laughs> right? And I mean, a lot of men are like you. They don't pay, but they're still in the pot, right? I, I do, I pay, uh-huh. right? That's why the winner didn't, get everything right and then say and number three if he's paying himself so what right if he paying himself like fifty dollars for organizing this i mean he has to gather all the data put it into an excel sheet and track and communicate and and do all that like okay fifty dollars so what well well deserved well deserved and and what you know if you want you can organize your own thing right but you don't because you're lazy fuck (laughs) right and <laughs> and why do you let that stop you yeah. if you are gonna get a benefit yeah i know doctors out there are selling a weight loss program for five thousand dollars a month right easy right and it doesn't work right right because when you go to a doctor and you want to lose weight well either you're really uh, in a dire medical condition that you need immediate help right or you don't know what to you, you don't know what to do or you're looking for that one magic pill mm-hmm. to help you like mm-hmm. by eating it all of a sudden your met- metabolic changes or your mm-hmm. behavior change or mm-hmm. something change and now you lose weight without mm-hmm. effort right but it what do they say in the infomercials um you make money while you sleep or you lose your pounds while you sleep right what a wow <laughs> what a dream what a dream <laughs> i want that right and 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 and, and it doesn't work it doesn't yeah. work that way i mean it's there are consequence if if you lose weight in your sleep there's yeah side effects right? there's side sure. effects yeah you know you get depressed or you you get intestinal problem or you shit yourself you shit yourself or yeah. you don't shit for 20 days yeah yeah you know yeah. A- anything i mean but anyway right so that's what i'm saying it's so easy the tactic is so easy and i think the important thing is how do you get a man into action mm. to start to commit to do 60 days it's so simple mm. 60 days i mean you can do six 60 days in a year Mm. meaning you can you can you can try if you just do one thing at a time you do you do one ritual at a time you can try different six different rituals a year 
which can all potentially transform a man's life,、mm. right? If you choose wisely, right? And 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 and、uh, it's not happening. And oh, actually, on that note,、mm-hmm. interesting point about wisely, right? How do you know the discipline that you take on is a wise choice or a foolish choice?、Mm-hmm. I think at the end of the sixty day, you you ask that question. Oh, so so for you is don't ask. Don't ask don't if ask. someone that you trust recommend to you, or you or you come up with yourself. You you come up with yourself, or something, right? And then then you do that as an experiment. You do that without emotion, right?、Uh, judgment without judgment. judgment, yeah. And then you just do it. And、yeah. then you judge it after sixty days,、mm-hmm. after the program is due. Right, right. So I can, sh- I can, I can. I have a, I have a bad one. So I tried many things.、Um, a good one would be I read this book about like never complain again, and it comes with like a purple wristband.、Mm-hmm. Right, and it's it's the the purpose of the wristband is to make you pay attention. So,、right. so. The book says, "Okay, take on this challenge of 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 no complaining for thirty days consecutively, right?" And I, I put it on. I'm like, "Oh man, this is easy. This is the stupidest thing I ever do. That's a complaint, <laughs> right?" And it's like, "Okay, gotta switch hand.、So、I, I, I switch the the rubber band from right to left and left right, day in and day out. And I, day on day one, I realized I complain easily." Twenty times a day, okay. In an obvious way. Obvious way. Right, right. Obvious that I, I, that I catch myself, right.、Uh-huh. And I also realize that um, uh, people use、uh, complaining as a social tool、mm. to、uh, to social with each other.、Mm. Right. So when. When we get into a social event, like you, will, I I start to realize how much people complain. Till a point, like I can't go hang out with my friends because if I'm not, I was like, how come you're not complaining? It's almost like, like you're not saying anything.、I'm、like yeah, because if I say anything, if I join this conversation, I'll be complaining with you guys. I'm just like sitting on the sidelines, listening to people complain about their lives, right? All the problems and men and women. You know, and it's not bad. You know, and and, and it's、right. t- typically hard when I work with a customer,、mm. because you want to be talking about the same bad thing. You know, that would be an easy way to build relationships. So it's an easy way to be relatable. Too relatable, right? Exactly. It's、so、an easy way to be. Oh, you're human too. Right. Right. So right. I have to find ways to relate to them without complaining, which is、mm. I have to be creative and cautious, <laughs> right? But I I love that one. Okay. So then, when I completed that one, it took me a whole year to get to 29 days.、Mm. On day 29, I knew I was gonna get there. I was with the customer, and I had I was I was I was almost having an out of body experience. <laughs> I can almost like floating in the air, and I caught myself, and I I see myself saying, "Yeah, I hate." <laughs> Traveling when it's holidays, and I was like, "No, don't say that!" 
And I just, I, I was like having an out of body experience. I was like, and I was like, I said it. I was like, oh no, tomorrow is day 30. I am finally completing with this thing. Start over. And I have to start over. Oh my God. And at a year or a year and a half, I just have to complete with it. I'm like, you know, I have to get done with this. Like I, I see the point. I. You learn your I'm, lesson. I'm, yeah. I'm much, I'm a much better person, <laughs> and I learn a lot of valuable lesson. But I just cannot deal with it anymore. I just want to fucking complain, you know. And, um, and so now you complain uh, um, consciously. Yes, I'm, I'm, ha I'm having a healthy complaining attitude. <laughs> healthy, you know. But it's, 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 it's great. It's great. So the next one I came up with is I don't want to be emotional. Right, so, and uh, I was I was physically pretty fit, you know, during that period. So I was like, okay, if I get emotion, I'll start with like thirty push-ups, mm. right? And uh, if that day I get emotional even just once, I'll add five push-ups to it, right? Uh, so every day. It's 30 push-ups, right. and then if you are emotional ones, you add five push-ups to it. Right, no, if I'm not getting emotional, no push-up. Okay. Okay, if I get emotional, say today's day one, uh -huh. I got emotional, Yeah. 30 push-up. Okay. Tomorrow, day two, got emotional, 35 push-up. I see. Okay. And So uh, five is an increment per day. Increment per I day. I got it, okay. So by the third week, I was doing like 95 push-ups. <laughs> so I'm emotional and I'm physically tired. <laughs> and it's like a double whammy. And I was like, fuck that, I can't do this anymore. I'm tired, I'm physical, I'm hurt every day. I'm, I'm like, on average, I'm doing like, eight, like I'm just like, oh, I can't do it anymore. I, I, I gotta be honest with myself. I have to find something else. You and didn't I, see yourself up for success. I didn't. And it's just, <laughs> so that was a stupid one. And I ended, you know, not honorably, but I, I realized it's not a good one. Right. Because I was kind of punishing myself for being emotional. Sure. You know, and, 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 and not paying attention to the right elements. Mm. You know, I'm just like, okay, let me stop this behavior by punishing myself for being emotional. but it's really not a good way to address that standards mm. right and um so you know so i have done some good ones and bad ones and that's a bad one mm. you know but so i want to share actually a bad one that i did <laughs> <laughs> so all right so let's talk about how our brain works right we have the lizard brain with the mid brain and we yes. have the cerebral cortex yes. right so lizard brain is you know well evolved from the lizards and then mid brain fight or fight right fight or flight right so mid brain is our emotional right um the 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 the, the region that controls our emotions right <clears throat> and then cerebral Anger. cortex is um is our cognitive behavior and we can kind of think logically and, and articulate and linguistic ability and everything all right so our midbrain our lizard brain don't understand language right <clears throat> what it understands is pleasure or pain so one of the um one of the instruments that you can use to change your own behavior by communicating your midbrain or lizard brain is by pain or pleasure 
So a way to do that is simply wear a rubber band, mm -hmm. right? You can um, snap yourself to communicate to your midbrain, lizard brain, hey, don't do that. Pain. A more sophisticated device is uh, electrical shocks, mm -hmm. right? There's a watch that you can buy called Pevlock, mm -hmm. and you can shock yourself for, um, you know, doing things that you know that I'm supposed to do. So I started to shock myself to do, I can't remember exactly behavior I was trying to change. I think it was checking my emails incessantly or something like that. So yeah, so I couldn't complete the, uh, the I believe it was for like a good 30 days or something. Because by the end of the day, I was just like constantly zapping myself. <laughs> <laughs> or, or snapping myself and which is becoming more and more painful I started to have like bruises all over and I was like oh man this is not working um, but in theory it should really work I think it's I think the use case what I was trying to do wasn't useful but um, in theory it should work for something else so I might go back to that one day but did you get your money back from that device um, I think I I think I did yeah I'm not sure I think I did Send it or send it to a friend you don't like as a birthday gift. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, here's a here's a Pavlock watch. Yeah. To, um, this is how you show self love. I think the original design was that you can zap someone else. Mm -hmm. So your spouse or your friend can oh, zap you. Or your people reports to you at work. Right, something like that. Yeah. Like, so you can like zap them. Like they're one minute late. Z Turning the report, zap them. Right. Exactly. Zap the motherfucker. Yeah. Um, but speaking of that, I think it's, 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 you know, I'm thinking about my, my, my son again is, and, and myself is, 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 since you mentioned the, the lizard brain and the, the limbic, the limbic, mm -hmm. limbic brain or, mm -hmm. and, and the, the cortex. And what I learned is how you can, so when they're, when little child is throwing a tantrum, they're in their lizard or mm -hmm. emotional brain. Right. right? And, like, right. And they're just fight or fight, uh, and um, they they just can't get out of that. They're kind of trapped there, right? Especially their frontal cortex is not really developed here until they're like 25, 30 something. Mm -hmm. So they easily get trapped in there, and they don't know what to do. So on a logical level, like when I observe my son, is like. Uh, when he gets emotional, it's actually pretty scary because he doesn't know how to get out, mm. right? It's like the first month when we're feeding the baby, the way they cry is, is fear. Because mm. imagine you're, you can't move, you're in the dark, you're hungry, and it's very intense, and you don't know what to do. You don't know, like it's life and death for you, right? Mm. It feels like life and death. And, you don't have you don't have the sense of security that someone's gonna take care of you mm. yet. Mm. So that's a very scary place to be. Mm. Very scary. So and since they don't have the trust yet, they will scream and they cry like like life and death mm. for little babies. Mm. Same thing when they uh, feel anger and frustration. They don't know what to do. It's also very scary for them. I say, well, what is this? Why, why am I? They don't even think about this. Like they're just like, what the hell is this? 
feeling mm. Mm. what the hell is this emotion and they're totally in that in that lizard brain at that moment and the way you help them is you help them label that emotion so all of a sudden that emotion becomes a thing it's mm. like oh that's frustration oh that's anger you know, you're feeling angry because I'm not letting you eat food before you wash your hand. Mm. You got anger. You know, you got angry. Mm. And that's okay. Mm. Or you tell him, hey, that's frustration. You're frustrated. You know, repeat after me. I'm frustrated. Mm. And they'll feel better mm. just by saying that because now it becomes a thing. It's not an unknown thing that just happened to them. All right. And it's very profound for a little kid and for myself too like now I do that to myself like mm. oh you're just fucking pissed mm. oh you're frustrated I, I tell myself I'm talking to myself like you're just pissed you're just frustrated mm. you're just yeah because because that person did that to you so now you're pissed and that's totally normal it's totally mm. okay and that that would help me get out of that a little easier mm. use yeah. language as a way to articulate um, to yourself yeah but that's how you bridge the three brains together mm. from the limbic system to the cortex mm. Mm. is that mm. and that uh, a lot of time you can help a person get out of that uh, uh, emotion mm. emotional state quicker yeah so that's why <coughs> actually coming back to what you were saying earlier about Lao Tzu right he says Dao Ke Dao right mm -hmm. so means uh, if you can say it then it's not the Tao but um, I am of the opinion that yes that's true I can't holistically explain a phenomenon but I can try to describe the different the various attributes of it yes, yes. as a way to unpack certain phenomenon whether it be my own emotions or natural phenomenon or you know some things that I observe um, something is better than nothing I can't holistically describe the whole thing just like how I can't describe Burning Man to mm -hmm. someone who's never been but I can share my perspective or a letter that I've seen that have seemed to capture the essence of Burning Man or a phenomenon or emotion as a way to for them to experience what that is so totally agree yeah something's better than nothing <laughs> cool man um i think that's a pretty good place to to wrap this conversation yeah. right for episode one let's and obviously huh let's go get pizza let's go get pizza yeah this is a pretty good um place to wrap and obviously this is a ongoing inquiry so this yes. we won't end here but I think this would be a good place to wrap. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Thank you. Bye.